What's up, guys? Welcome to Javelins for Hire, an anthem podcast here on Nerds Gone Rogue. This is episode six. I'm one of your hosts, Corey Deergan, alongside me, as always, to my right here, the wise Wisconsinite, Jesse Douglas. How's it going? And dropping in over here like a titan storm, that retro code Eddie V. I have been hired to discuss. Yeah, it's more of a trial run, but it's all right. We'll, we'll figure they it call out. Him, they, well, call him Eddie, actually, they call him Eddie Vanquish. Eddie Vanquish. It's the actual demo that works. Are you are you gonna make your your tight or your uh, I almost said Titanfall <laughs> uh, your <laughs> anthem uh, javelin look like the Vanquish suit? Is that your goal? Uh, <laughs> if it allows me, yes. <laughs> I I really don't. I'm I'm still playing with uh, cause I I really want to see what the options that they offer, um, cause I wonder if I'm play, gonna play around with some of the reds and some of the yellows. Like I do with Destiny. Mm. Mm. Do you guys actually want to know what I did with with my uh, what is it? The interceptor? Was it the interceptor? Yeah, the the one the uh the one that's like the fast fast moving one or whatever the agile one. It's interceptor, right? Yeah. I think it's storm. No, storm's the the flying one, like the one that yeah em- emphasis on flight and range. Okay. The interceptor is like the melee based one. Okay. So yeah, if you can imagine, like, try to think of like a like what would be a game that you would think of that a character is kind of like known for like flipping around in the air and like being super agile and fast. Well, the first like, games that come to my mind are uh, <laughs> DMC, Bayonetta, see, right. Vanquish, uh, right? Older Ninja Gaiden. Ninja Gaiden. I don't know. There's jet, set, jet Set Radio. <laughs> that made, is not flipping around. Wow, is your, yeah, is. Is your character is. neon green? <laughs> you just you mostly just grind on Yellow. there. Yeah, but it, but the whole thing is is you're flipping around and grinding and like flying through the air on you know grinding on stuff. Well, it's Destiny. <laughs> it's. I mean, dang, it's not Destiny's anthem. It's not Destiny's. <laughs> oh, yeah, Destiny. but, but no, it, it just like playing as that character it reminded me of of the you know like the movement and just like the flipping around and you know doing twists in the air and like because like like you know like when you do a dodge with the regular character. It, you know, like they do a barrel roll, but with with her, she like does this like spinning, like really fast spinning thing. Uh, okay. It just, it just, I don't know, for whatever reason, it reminded me of of Jet Set Radio. So I did the That's... the color the color schemes of Jet Set. Nice, okay. nice. That, like red, uh, yeah, green, yellow. And yellow, yeah, green, yellow, and I and maybe I a little orange, an orange. Does they have? Don't he wear like an orange shirt, or is it yellow? I, I can't remember now. I was okay. looking. But whatever. <laughs> That's what we'll discuss later. Go ahead, Corey. We'll discuss later. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. I. You guys just really threw me off. Uh, if you didn't know, this is uh, Anthem Podcasts. You should. Uh, if you are interested in Anthem, you should like, subscribe, and share. Uh, subscribe to our channel. Also, we are giving away a copy of Anthem. If you subscribe to the YouTube ch- uh, YouTube channel and screen cap it and send it to our email address, javelinsforhire at gmail.com, uh, it'll be your platform of choice, the digital version. So uh, head on over there. We're giving it away. 
So you can join in the fun with the rest of us. Yes. Yeah. Do it. So, uh, there's another demo this weekend. Uh, I played a little bit, but probably not enough to talk about. So uh, I know you guys played uh, uh, a little bit of it. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, Jesse, you, you've tried out the other two javelins that we didn't really play around with last weekend. So mm-hmm. uh, you want to you wanna talk about those for a minute? For a minute? Yeah, like, um, you know, for the most part, they, they've... You know they they feel quite a bit different, and obviously like they have different different attacks. Um, but I don't know. I I think maybe it's it might just be because I've played so much more with that that first character you start out with mm-hmm. that I that I still yeah with the ranger that I still kind of go back to that. Yeah. But I think it's I think it's just I like I like his his special attacks and and all that stuff but like with the the um uh, what's the the one that's good that uses like electricity and stuff storm blanking yeah storm yeah like i i like i like like his attacks and stuff but i i feel like i i don't quite i i haven't quite learned how to use them yet so i wasn't I wasn't quite enjoying it yet until I get used to, you know, how everything works with them. Because I, I'm not sure, but I think when you when you do your dash, you know, like normally when you do your your run or whatever, mm-hmm. like you'd you'd run. Most of the other characters run, but he hovers like uh, a lot uh, above the ground and just kind of hovers really fast. Yeah, and and then there's like a a shield I think around him when you do your mm-hmm. when you do your run. So I yeah. believe he's protected from from uh from attacks when you're when you're hovering. But you know, even if you do your hover up in the air, mm-hmm. like you you have a shield I believe around you, and then you can just sit up there and do your attacks from the from the air. And and basically, you know, do do things that way. You do everything from above because because I've noticed like on the ground, like he doesn't have a shield really or not that good of one unless you're using that hover shield. Mm-hmm. So like with and again, I was playing it on hard. So, I you know, the the, the enemies do way more damage on hard to you like it like you're constantly having to dodge somewhere and and regenerate on hard did you dodge a wrench um, <laughs> yeah so now now i uh what is it if you can dodge a wrench you can dodge a ball yeah if you can dodge a wrench you can dodge another javelin's blast shot <laughs> yeah. so yeah so uh, um like i but I I do like the things that that kind of he has and and again there's a lot of different I believe there's different uh, attacks and things you can unlock for the characters so I I don't think those are the only attacks you can choose from from for him I think eventually the abilities yeah I think you eventually unlock more stuff and you can kind of swap those out I think. Because that's what it seemed like, anyways. But um, we're probably still with yeah. the full gay. And then, yeah, and then the the other one was the 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 inter- interceptor or whatever. 
like I like I like that one. Like I like that you move really quickly, but she seems to kind of again like de- like her shield de- de- depletes pretty quickly. Um, and I think that's because they like she moves so fast, so they they're expecting you to be able to dodge stuff really mm-hmm. quickly. So therefore, her shield isn't quite as good, but she she deals a decent amount of damage. Mm-hmm. Like her her ma- her melee attacks are are actually pretty powerful. Um, and she does this really cool like like all the all the javelins do a um a unique like uh ground pound type attack. You know, like if you're up in the air and then you do a down uh down. Uh, melee attack from the sky mm-hmm. like each of them do something different like hers is really cool she like spins like a screw like a like a drill and just like drills right into the ground and like does like a blast attack like to everyone around her I like I so. like to go I like to call that Mario's ground pound or bunt stuff <laughs> mm-hmm. attack yeah it's different than that though it's but it's, it's the same thing that you jump in the air press down and yeah, but it, and he comes down to the ground. That's that's yeah. what I just I think of it as. Yeah, but like and and again with with that with that class as well. I didn't really. I played for like maybe each of them for like about an hour or so. Yeah, and mm-hmm. and you know and so. I'm not quite used to them yet, like quite like I am with the other ones. So with the ranger so but i do like you know i do like they all have their own unique kind of abilities and and feel so yeah but but otherwise you know everything that matters like like traversing the the uh the maps and stuff like that all feel feel just as good as the uh the ranger does you know flying and all that so Mm -hmm. yeah nice well i'm glad one of us played as those uh i I uh, I played uh, a little bit as the Colossus. I did a lot of the fr- the free the free range mode or not free range mode. It's freaking Star Fox. Sorry, I've been I've been doing some stuff for uh, Pow Block and and <laughs> Star Fox is on the mind. So, uh, but the free play, free play yeah. mode, yeah. Thank you, Jesse. Uh, and I I played around as the Colossus and and I really like the Colossus. Uh, you know, getting used to pulling out your shield. Uh, when enemies are shooting you, because because the Colossus, uh, as opposed to the other classes, doesn't have a have an overshield. So when you're out in the world, you need to have your shield out unless you are shooting someone, right? And, and mm-hmm. it's a uh, it's a kind of a unique dynamic to to go by because like I, you're used to just like running around with the other classes without worrying about shield really, uh, but you have to pull out your shield with the Colossus and it's kind of cool. Uh, so I was, I was running around with a, a group earlier in the free play mode. And, uh, I just found them out in the open world and they were fighting some big monster. And I was, I was shooting the guy and then he, he was like throwing stuff at me and I used my shield and deflected the stuff he was throwing at me, which it felt really good to do that. Uh, so, and, and then there's like a meter at the bottom that your shield, like your shield strength or whatever, <clears throat> and then if it breaks you it's on like a re a cooldown timer or whatever mm-hmm. uh, 
but it has a really cool melee attack where you if you're especially if you're flying you just hit it and you do this big huge ground slam kind of like the hulk does and it just clears out a whole wave of enemies it's really cool uh so uh but i only i only played for like an hour this week this weekend i was doing so many other things and we're prepping uh other things for our our main show nerds gone rogue we're prepping a best of episode and like that's been kind of boy what a what a dumb idea that was uh (laughs) it's it's rough man that'll work yeah but it, it that it'll be fun but uh yeah, anyways, like I I I like the flying mechanics. I like the way the the guns feel. Uh it definitely feels a lot like Mass Effect in the end, you know, like Mass Effect 3, 2 and 3 kind of that kind of shooting and uh which isn't a bad thing. Like I I like Mass Effect shootings enough, you know, like uh but on Dark Zone Junkies, uh if you are interested in Division, you should go download that podcast, but we talked about how the division has kind of set a new standard in third person shooting. Uh, you know, it used to be gears. I feel like for a long time and then other games evolved and then Ubisoft kind of nailed it with the division. So, uh, you know, I, it, it's weird going from the division to playing Anthem and kind of comparing the two, which I think is a little bit unfair of me to do that. But, uh, you know, it, it's it's more about the the combos that you're setting up with your teammates and stuff, and we're gonna get into that a little bit in the news because there's some new end game uh, reveals that <laughs> I think would be good for us to discuss because everybody's confused about the end game and what is it and where is it coming from and stuff like that. So, uh, but yeah, yeah. Add anything. There's you got? one. Oh, sorry. There was just one thing I was gonna say really quick because I. I did play some uh, free the free play mode uh, last like when the the VIP demo was coming out, and I mm-hmm. did I did just you know going around the world and everything because in that way you can kind of just go wherever for the most part, yeah. and it's just like the open world, and they do I don't know if you ran into any of these but they do basically do something very similar to what destiny does where if you're just going around you can find random uh chests with with uh unlockables in them yeah i found i found some flying around uh yeah so i mean i didn't really get much i got crafting materials and i think i found one weapon i think it was like a a pistol but the one i was using was already better but uh, yeah still i mean i i found i found some things and then i got trapped in this cave with this big, it, it, I I didn't know how to get out, and I tried to fly out one of the holes, and I wrecked just terribly. It was bad. Uh, <laughs> that was that was some bad wreckage, man. I, because I, I was like that hole is clearly big enough for a colossus to fit through, and guess what? It was not. So, uh, and then I couldn't find my way out, and I was like, I'm, I've got work to do. I'm turning this off. <laughs> uh yeah what a great host i am of this show guys not even playing the game can't even figure out how to get out of a cave (laughs) Uh, ed you got anything to add before we get into this news uh yeah um okay so uh i just finished the anthem demo and I kind of realized that it's it's more it's more of a mixed in Mass Effect and the Division. It's a mix of Gravity Rush and Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, gra- the Gravity Rush, as in the flying, 
the more that I started playing, the more I started getting used to it, and the more I started looking at it, I'm just like, this pretty much feels like Gravity Rush than like Star Fox or anything. Uh, just, just the feel of it. It's just it. Not saying control wise, it's just like I could see these two almost being similar, and that's good. It's not a bad thing. No knock against it. But I'm like, it feels more closer to that, which is a good thing. And I think with Horizon Zero Two, I mean, I have not Zero Two, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, for those who, because uh, Jesse, you don't know about it. Uh, there's parts that you could break off the dinosaur um, when you get to a certain point of damage. I played and, it a little bit, but I... and th- with with uh, with Anthem, on some of the enemies you break off certain pieces uh, of their armor stuff, um, and that it'll do more damage. You know, like that's kind of the way to like really take them down. And stuff, and so it's kind of having that symbol, uh, that similarity to it. And I was just like, oh, okay, that's cool, because uh, some of the basic, if it's like some of the basic enemies, you just got to get their shield down or kill them or just straight up shoot them. Uh, but it's like one of the big uh, fire things. He uh, who got he got like a little big shield. Uh, but if you and your team like start going around them and fragging them and stuff, you could break pieces off of them and it'll glow. It have a light glow, so when it destroys the stuff, it's like you're breaking more fire off. It, it even happens in a division, in a sense, when the mm-hmm. firemen come and you can hit their gas tank and yeah. you see the effects. It's kind of almost like that, but when you look at it uh, from Horizon Zero uh, Zero Points. Uh, uh, way you can see those kind of similarities to it. So uh, I, I was I was looking at that game that way. I I think I want a little bit more, and this is gonna sound weird, but I kind of feel like that I want to be able to take my javelin on t- and get them stuck on a wall, and have them face them like in a vertical kind of different. 3D dimension and stuff. Because I was just like, it's cool that I'm doing regular cover, regular flying and stuff, but it would be cool to run up a wall or something and just like shoot them from there uh, and move around and stuff. It was just like, it's another gameplay element that I would like. I was just thinking of that and I'm like, that would probably make total sense because I know with a lot of with a lot of open area and a lot of responding of the enemies, I'm just like, they need to open up more gameplay methods on how to go about a situation so but i mean that was what i got out from playing the rest of the demo i haven't tried all the other other ones um i think i'm not like i, I don't know how to equip different weapons and stuff because i was i tried to look on how to do it and it doesn't tell you a way on how to do that you gotta so. go to you go to the forge, like you know, the, and when you're in the uh, the one area where where your javelin is kind of in the in the middle of this like platform thing, and then you yeah, walk up to you it to get into it. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, there's there there's a couple of ways you can do it. I think there's like a menu thing that you can pull up and to go to the forge, but otherwise, right before the like as you're walking up to the platform, mm-hmm. there's a little computer like thing down at the base of the platform like where you first walk onto it yeah. and if you look at that computer thing it will say forge and then you go into that and then that brings you into the menu where you can change the color of your of your uh javelin yeah. you can you can uh 
you know, equip the weapons. You can change out which which uh, you know attacks that your character does. Mm. You can, you know, like all that stuff is kind of all done in that forge. Did so. did I don't because I don't know if they explained that in the demo because I it's something I completely missed. I I, I, was, I was just like, this is kind of there's I'm a like, whole I, tutorial section that you can opt in to do through the menu oh, system. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, there's. I figured it out. I just figured it out on my Freedom. own. Yeah. But, well, if you but, talk to if you talk to Zoe, right outside of your javelin, the girl to the uh, right, she she tells you to go to the computer to customize your javelin, and it's yeah. right next to her. So. Oh. Okay. Because uh, I just feel like that part is kind of kind of you know that's well gonna be a, it doesn't really that's... have the best menu system to be fair. The I think the only thing that's laid out well is your. Like when, once you get into where your javelin is and the yeah. customization and stuff, like that's really the uh, the only place where the the menu system is really laid out well. So, I, and, uh, and I think I'm so used to Destiny and the Division that my weapons and stuff are with me, and I, whatever I need to switch. Yeah, up. that's kind of obtuse too. Is like you can only take in stuff with you when you put it together. Yeah. Uh, you have to put your javelin together, which I guess makes sense. Like, you can't really carry stuff with you in a giant mech suit, but like at the same yeah. time, it would still be nice. But uh, flying around with like a hockey duffel bag. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but we're gonna we're gonna get into some of these new stories here, uh, just because you know we, unlike our other shows, we do like to keep this one a little bit <laughs> on track. Uh, so we're gonna we're gonna get into some of these new stories if th- my messenger here opens maybe okay there we go there's all the stuff all the stuff okay so this comes from games radar uh the anthem endgame seems to have more in common with diablo 3 than destiny uh bioware's living game needs to offer players a lot more if it wants to keep them around uh it kind of goes into uh a lot a lot of like what the end game is and stuff i'm going to try to pick 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 some stuff out of here so we're not reading this whole article, but uh, uh, you don't become a forever game without some top-notch in-game content. For many players, hitting max level in an MMO like World of Warcraft or shared world shooter like Destiny is merely a beginning. The gateway to the journey of gear, optimization, and tough-as-nails content you can only hope to conquer in an efficient, coordinated group. Bioware's Anthem uh, definitely has people interested to jump in and pilot their very own Iron Man-esque javelin suit. But without a great end game, those players will have little reason to stick around. Uh, uh, during some hands-on time with the max-level freelancer decked out with impressive gear, I'm not yet convinced that Anthem's end game feels distinct enough for, from the experience you'll get from the first few hours of play. Uh, prospective hardcore Anthem players may want to start adjusting their expectations accordingly. Uh, this is we also discussed this on NGR this week. Uh, how I think some people need to temper their expectations of Anthem and not going in expecting it to be Destiny, but more of like a continuing Mass Effect style game. But uh, with Anthem clearly positioned as EA's long-awaited response to the massively popular Destiny, it's nature to assume that Anthem. It's natural to assume that uh, Anthem would deliver the same mix of complex quests, uh, coveted weapons, and engaging, challenging raids. But you ought to start thinking about Anthem's in-game as something more akin to Diablo 3, where the never-ending pursuit of slightly better gear is the primary goal, and the moment-to-moment uh, action doesn't change all that much as a result. Uh, piloting a tricked-out Storm Javelin with a 406 power level, Anth- Anthem's version of Destiny's Light level. Although, 
obviously this guy at Games Radar doesn't uh, <laughs> play Destiny because it's now called Power Level. Uh, initially felt cool as I marveled at a fresh set of abilities and effects that made uh, possible by my gear. But when the enemies and encounters you're facing don't seem to have much variety, the thought of spending dozens and hundreds of hours plugging away at the end game grind seems less and less appealing. <coughs> uh, the ob- the most obvious parallel to Diablo is Anthem's difficulty system. When you first start venturing beyond the uh, the relatively safe walls of Fort Tarsus, you'll be able to tackle the mission on easy, normal, or hard difficulties. But at the current cap of level 30, uh, you'll unlock access to three tiers of Grandmaster difficulty, where enemies have been juiced up with ridiculously inflated damage and health stats. It doesn't seem like there's much room to play w- with the number of enemies or the complexity of encounters uh everything that's trying to kill you has a 3100 increase in its stats on grandmaster 3 uh but like diablo's increasingly tense torment difficulty levels it's not that your adversaries get uh much smarter or more diverse it's only that they are they have a much better chance of instantly killing you uh, so that's uh then it kind of goes into the weapons and and what cataclysms are, but we'll we'll get into all that later. So, mm-hmm. uh, it kind of seems like they might implement a season seasonal system similar to if they're talking to end game with Diablo because you know Diablo uh, has the season system where you play a seasonal character and get the gear during that season. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's kind of kind of what it seems like and you're going to replay a lot of missions on harder difficulty to get the gear instead of maybe doing raids or in-game stuff like destiny so uh thoughts on that guys uh i, I think people i think people have already come you get like being used to that so i don't think a lot of people won't be worried about it um it it really depends on what they're going to be adding down the line for the end game content. Like in the following weeks and months and stuff, that's going to keep Anthem players there, because if 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 people grow tired through, from Anthem by the time the Division Two come out, then that end game content won't won't even matter. They'll just pop back in when some new stuff comes out. Yeah. So I mean, like. Well, and I- Oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. You can go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say, like, this kind of sounds more and more like Warframe, too. Yeah, because Warframe has a lot of seasonal stuff, and then they'll bring out Mm -hmm. a big, uh, a big expansion with new sets of missions that you continue to grind out, right? And uh, yeah, it's this kind of seems like a triple A budgeted Warframe to me. Uh, So, yeah. Oh, sorry, Jesse. Go ahead. And I and I was gonna I was gonna say and I I think the the thing with the way that they're doing it, like you know they'll obviously still have raids and stuff like that, but I feel like you think like they'll the add one, raids. Well, similar things to it, you know, like like they'll have, like I mean, because you kind of in a in a way so the things that they have are, are I guess they're more like strikes, but like the you know the strongholds, like the, uh, yeah, but. But the thing is, like, I feel like, at least, like with with Destiny with their raids and things like that, like they don't. I feel like their their uh, their random multiplayer stuff doesn't work as well. Uh, in in Destiny, like I I feel like 
they'll at least if they make it where you play the things that we're already playing over again on a harder difficulty to unlock stuff mm-hmm. that that's going to be more more appealing to to the majority of people you know like people who like don't really necessarily care about doing strikes or doing uh raids and stuff like that like a a normal like big big massive raid that can take hours to do mm-hmm. you know like i i think i think it it's a kind of a good it's kind of a good thing that they're doing it that way i i feel like because because then it's not as much of a hassle to try to try to get things you just have to you know have your level up and and you know after playing it for a while you know know what you're doing and mm-hmm. then you know like anyone basically can can get the decent you know new stuff so i i kind of like that they're doing it that way to be honest that they're that they're uh gonna be it'll be a payoff to play it you know at a harder level yeah yeah, I mean, I, I, as someone who has played a lot of Destiny Strikes and a lot of in-game for Destiny stuff, like, uh, and and do, and doesn't really care for the Diablo style seasonal stuff, uh, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, I'm not worried about Anthem because I, I still think it's a different style of game than Diablo. But like, at the same time, comparing it to Diablo is kind of it 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 puts it more in, in a different uh expectation level for me i would say i, I don't want to say it's disappointing i want to because i'm not, that's not disappointing it's just a different expectation level for me so yeah it, it's uh sorry it, it's just this game just reminds me of fuse with ea and insomniac and it's just it's, I mean, it's better than Fuse, but it just has that feeling of you going from place to place, you're encountering the same enemies, and um, you could just, re- I think you go back and replay levels to get uh, get stronger and stuff. So, um, but this one just offers more when the game is finished. So, I think yeah. it's going to really depend on the campaign, on what's all offered there. If there's a lot that's there to that people are gonna stick with before they even get to the end game content, I don't think the end game content will matter because it's gonna be the campaign experience that everybody might enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. All right, we're gonna move along here. Uh in a surprise uh testing of Anthem running on PS4 Pro and Xbox One X, Anthem seems to run better on the PS4 Pro. Uh this this comes from uh comicbook.com which I know isn't really the uh, top source of of finding out these things but their source seems reliable so uh, if you're torn about whether you should pick up Anthem on PS4 Pro or Xbox One X the former is probably the better bet as you may remember when Anthem was first revealed a couple years ago it was demonstrated via the Xbox One X and of course some uh, some took this to believe that Xbox One and Xbox One X versions of the game would get some type of uh, specialty treatment however that assumption was wrong uh, the tech gurus over at Digital Foundry recently gave the demo a, a spin to test run the Bioware game on different platforms, and what Digital Foundry found was that, well, for one, the game doesn't exactly run super well on consoles, uh, but also it runs better on PS4 Pro than Xbox One X, despite the latter being more powerful. Uh, according to the outlet, both consoles of the game supports 4K, running at a native resolution of roughly 1080p, of course, both games are using a type of checkerboarding to render out 
uh, render this, so in terms of resolution, there's not much to s split the two premium consoles. However, the performance side of the Xbox One X loses some ground. Uh, according to Digital Foundry, PS4 Pro has an unlock frame rate, which moves between 25 and 35 frames per second. Uh, the Xbox One X oddly has a ceiling of 30 FPS and actually drops below 20 during more demanding parts of the game. Uh, it's quite a noticeable drop. I'm not even a frame rate uh, savant like many are. Uh, PS4 Pro also has, a flex has flexible options if you want to emphasize performance over resolution. With the Sony system, you can drop the resolution to 1080p, which in turn allows you to run at between 40 and 50 frames a second. The Xbox One X does not offer this option. So, and this is going based off the demo, not the actual game. Yeah, this is based on the demo. So, I mean, obviously, so this, this build this build is a couple months old. You know, the demo. I think they said they they had the demo built in uh, November. So, mm -hmm. a couple months old. <laughs> obviously, they took a lot of the parts of the game out, and you know, we're only doing certain stuff, but. Kind of surprising that uh, Sony's the one that seems to be coming out on top in terms of the demo, in terms of frame rate and stuff. So, uh, well, even with the last versions of the demos, uh, it seems that everybody was playing the game more PS4, uh, PS4 and Pro. Um, like they weren't having as many problems, um, and it just felt like everybody who's playing on uh, uh, on one, there was just a just a, like big problems so yeah, i'm surprised to hear that the demo was working uh well i mean the demo the demo on xbox one was not running great anyway f yeah. for all kinds of reasons so yeah uh, i mean i played on xbox one x and once i got in i wasn't having any issues so um it might be a case-by-case -case basis it depends on what events you're doing or whatever but i didn't have mm -hmm. any problems and jesse i'm assuming you played on an x as well yeah, yeah, today, yeah. Just recently, I was playing on the X, and it like ran super smooth. So I yeah. mean, you know, there was some there was some frame rate drops and stuff like you know, kind of like they talked about. But the thing is, too, is the PC, the PC and the the PS4 build are the same. That's why when they fixed the issues for P, the when they fixed the issues, they did the. PC and PC, PS4 versions first because it's technically the same build. Mm -hmm. So Which like is when weird. They, they can resolve the all the issues all at, at once for both consoles and or for both the PS4 and the PC because mm -hmm. yeah. you know like it's for whatever reason it just works that way that that they were able to you know do the fix those first but um so I think that too, in, in turn, is probably why it's it was more, uh, maybe why it was more um, efficient running on the the PS4 version. Which but, is weird because I thought they would do more. I thought Xbox OX was more PC like than PS4. Yeah, but yeah, I, I mean, like I it, don't know why. Well, the standards reason, the standards know. for Windows 10 is are different than Steam and uh, Origin and and all okay. Of so. That might be where the issue lies is with Windows 10, not necessarily a quote-unquote PC build. So yeah, uh, a generic PC build, I should say. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I, we'll see when the game comes out. I'm sure it's going to be optimized for Xbox One X, if not at launch soon after. So, I think it's uh, going to be equal. I think they're going. I think it's going. The performance on both systems are just going to be fine. 
Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I was just saying that because we're we're all playing it on Xbox. So that's that's yeah. the only reason why I said that. But uh, the last thing we're going to talk about here from PlayStation Lifestyle, we're going to talk about Anthem's uh, alliance system. Uh, Bioware explain, explains how Anthem's alliance system will encourage people to play with friends. Uh, hopefully this ad moves so I can read it. Uh, sorry. Uh, Bioware has previously said that Anthem w- will welcome solo players and won't force them to look for groups. However, the game is still, quote, best playing played with friends, and its social systems will encourage players to, quote, form friendships and play together. Uh, one such system is the Alliance system, which rewards players for playing with their... F- uh, f- blah. Which rewards players and their friends for simply playing the game together. Any time you complete an expedition, mission, contract, free play, or stronghold, you earn experience, wrote lead producer Ben Irving. That experience also goes into the alliance system. Even better, the experience from the other people in your group also go into the alliance system. Even better still, players on your friends list who play without you, their experience also goes into the alliance system. It sounds like the Destiny clan system is what it sounds like. Pretty much. Uh, at the end of each week, players will be awarded coin, the in-game currency, based on the amount of experience they contribute. There are several tiers of rewards as well as the weekly cap. Uh, as far as guilds are concerned, Irwin, uh, Irvin said that they won't be available at launch, but uh, release information, uh, but release information will be shared in due course. Uh, while Quote, while we believe the alliance system is a great way to encourage social interaction with Anthem, we also understand guilds play a critical role in helping players form organized groups with people of similar interests and play styles. He continued, our goal is to release guilds as as soon after launch as we can. Uh, Basically, the alliance system kind of sounds like the Destiny clan system, even though guilds are probably more like the Destiny clan system, but this kind of sounds like the starter version of it or whatever so uh, of course we'll be forming a nerds gone rogue podcast uh guild i guess you would say so yes mm-hmm. um i don't see, feel like oh that you know it's this is more encouraged this is kind of more force in a sense because of how the game was designed uh with all the responding of enemies and being attacked everywhere you probably won't be able to do a lot of that by yourself so you probably would definitely be like you know what I, in order for me to get do this mission I'm gonna need my friends well now, it's it's like destiny be- right you can play all yeah. of destiny by yourself but it's yourself. it's way easier and way better with your friends mm-hmm. so well uh, I mean it, yeah. it, it is but with destiny with destiny it's not forced because yours is such a closed area compared to you being an open area like uh like after yeah so um th- that's the only reason why because i'm like when you're getting att- when there's so many enemies responding faster that you could take out and you have to switch up your uh your strategy on how to handle them and plus you have if when you down you're you need another player to come in to rescue you. You cannot respawn on your own unless your whole squad squad dies. Yeah. So that's kind of that. All that stuff is kind of forced on you. If you down and out on Destiny and you're playing single player, you just you could die and just have to redo the whole section of if you could respawn or not. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, Destiny has like the the darkness areas where if you die, yeah. you have to restart and you don't get the checkpoint. But a lot of the missions, you just if you die, you just respawn in five seconds. So, uh, but I mean, look, I, the, this game is definitely designed around multiplayer. It's not they're not hiding that fact. They just say you can play it by yourself, which. You know, plus, you know, if you do play it by yourself, that doesn't mean you you can match make into every event in this game. So yeah. you, even if you're playing by yourself, you are you can still technically play with other people without interacting with them. So, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, the game rewards you for that, which I think is cool. You know, I think rewarding people for just playing the game and doing what you would normally be doing is kind of a cool thing. So, uh, but that's it. That's all we got for this week uh, a lot of news this week actually i'm pretty pretty satisfied with the news this week uh so i'm i'm still really looking forward to anthem you know we got what two weeks now until it's out uh for ea uh, access players so next week for yeah next week for pc premiere um and no then the 15th it's two weeks and then three weeks for everybody else the time of this show though when it comes out it comes out tomorrow in the morning, right. That's the why premiere. The premiere. The EA origin. The EA access and the origin access premiere comes out on the fifteenth, and then the twenty second right. is for everybody else. Right. The pre- the premiere gets the full game. The original basic gets only the ten hours. So that's why I say on the fifteenth. Yeah, that, that's what I just said. That's what I was trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> Would you, that's what you said. The full the full game comes out in two weeks, so that's why I'm saying for premiere people, yeah, uh, for PC they get mm-hmm. the full game. We get yeah. it on twenty second, so I think that's three weeks. Or, yeah, in a sense, it's all right. I'll I'll probably play the ten hours at some point and then play on the twenty second with everybody else, and it'll be fine. You know what? It's, it'll be fine. You will get enough footage for that <laughs> week and. Show off the first couple missions and whatever, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Yes, and I'll be, I'll be wrecking stuff in Crackdown 3. Yeah, I know. I want to play Crackdown also. Ugh, I get anyways, we're going to wrap up the show. Uh, a little bit longer show for you guys today, but that's all right. We we enjoyed doing it. So uh, remember, you can <laughs> listen to Javelins for Hire every Monday at 6 a.m. Eastern Time on your podcast service of choice and watch the show on our YouTube page. Uh, subscribe and share. Remember, we're giving away a copy of Anthem. So you subscribe and send a screen cap of your subscription to Javelins for Hire at gmail.com. You can check out all of our content and shows on ngrradio.com as well as breakouts from this show and all of our other shows. Uh, we've, we started doing that. Also a very bad decision for me, but also a very good decision for everybody else. So very happy about the, uh, the our tra- traffic to our website has increased like something like three thousand percent since since we started doing that so um <laughs> it's insane i i was like whoa geez so uh anyways you can check out ed's podcast optional opinion as well as uh all of us on nintendo power block and arsenal x uh our xbox podcast and uh yeah if you want to subscribe to any of our shows, you go to ngrradio.com slash subscribe and the whole list of, of shows and where to find us and how to follow us and join the groups and whatever. So, Also, by the time uh, next episode rolls around, I'm working on tr- seeing how viable a and, uh, Javelins for Hire Facebook group would be. So that's kind of... We're, we're throwing that around a little bit so that may be up by the time next episode rolls around so look out for that but anyways 
I want to thank everybody for watching. Like, subscribe, and share. Rate us on iTunes. Give us that five-star review. And until next week, we love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.